Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Mzeit Shyamalan, director of The Sixth Trends, uh, which I think we've used as a short show title before. Um, we do tend to talk about six trends and uh, the six trends, per- perhaps the high point of his career. We've been having that conversation lately about like various filmmakers and whether their like, second movie was the best. It, se- it seems like that's the case with a lot of my favorite directors anyways but i digress i am thrilled to be joined today to talk through the trends by super producer trisha Mukherjee. trisha what's up hi jack what's up how's it going <laughs> oh no how was your fourth we have another update in the great escape is what i'm coming to think of it of like your phone's attempt to escape from you yes um, uh, it continues. It just continues. It goes on and on. Um, I was at a family gathering for Fourth of July, and a child took my phone to his house by mm-hmm. accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, yeah, it just ended up miles and miles away from me, constantly on the run. First, it was the elevator. Yeah, crack. we talked on the last trends episode that you dropped your phone, and it managed to go like perfectly through that tiny little gap between the elevator and the floor that you're getting off of. Um, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by your phone's willingness to do anything. Me too. Escaping through a a small hole. We've, we've all seen in like prison escape movies, hitching a ride with (laughs) some, somebody who is unaware, like in a laundry 
van or something like that um, is also <laughs> always smart. So we'll see. I mean, I, I have a feeling if you turn your back for very long, there's going to be a hole tunneled through like your apartment floor into... <laughs> Under the Hudson, all the yeah, way to New Jersey exactly. and beyond. It'll yeah. be in another continent by no time. Yeah. <laughs> Super producer <laughs> Brian suggests some tiny little sheets <laughs> tied together out the window. Maybe some Kleenexes tied together out the window just because it's smaller. But I am also saying, like, it's either your phone is trying to escape or like some forces of the universe are like, she really shouldn't have this phone. It's not. Yeah not the right time that we're about to open up the portal with a large hadron collider um and we need trisha to not be looking at this exact phone yeah uh, so i don't know i believe Someone's in the multiverse i'm a little yeah the, the, they're they're afraid of what you with that phone too powerful right. they're exactly. like we need her to bust it back down to a cricket or something like yeah. that yeah yeah I have a suspicion it's the FBI, but oh. I don't want to say that too loud. Yeah, that could be. Also, <laughs> yeah. Could be. yeah, they are constantly calling me and being like, so what's up with Trisha? How's she <laughs> working out? You haven't told them anything, have you? Jack? As of yet, no, but, <laughs> okay, uh, you know. All right. Uh, truly a horrifying <laughs> weekend with a mass shooting in Highland Park. Seven people were killed. At least 47 others were injured. It was a young white guy shooting from a, a rooftop at what seemed to be random people at a distance. Like just, you know, psychologically, the the most horrifying, just, you know, it's like oh, suddenly out of nowhere, like you're shot and there's nothing you can do about it. And mm -hmm. we don't know anything about the, um, you know, political views of this particular young white man mass shooter but uh it does feel like it's like what terrorists would do but it's just like ambient terrorism on behalf of a broken system at this point mm. um well i think also it recently came out that he went to a trump rally um before the shooting happened uh, i i don't know how long ago it was but yeah and he was like yeah. an edge lord so like he was people were <sighs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't, it does, like, to me at this point, it like truly doesn't matter. It's just, um, I'm, I'm sure there will be a mass shooter whose politics are, you know, leftist. And, you know, right. there, we, we had that person who was struggling with, uh, mental illness who mm -hmm. showed up at Brett Kavanaugh's house and mm -hmm. told the police they were armed and thinking about hurting Brett Kavanaugh. And, Right. That's the issue. The common denominator is like just access to deadly guns. Like that that right. seems to be the thing. So right. I don't know. We got a tweet from Jason Osborne. Yeah. He's uh so he, this guy is a New Hampshire state representative and he tweeted something just so absurd and in bad taste. He said Instead of spending $20 more than last year on your Independence Day hot dogs, lay off the calories and grab a few more rounds for your AK-47. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, as I said, like in such bad taste. I mean, it, it's not a joke. And it's insane that like elected representatives are tweeting things like this. Um, yeah. It's, 
And yeah, I think um, what happened in Highland Park wasn't unique at all this 4th of July. There were shootings in several other cities. Um, and even when I went to the fireworks in New York, I just couldn't stop thinking like I yeah. am in such a bad situation, as is everyone around me, if someone were just to decide to take out a gun. And it's such a tragic thing that we're like watching these fireworks and stuff and they're supposed to symbolize all these grand ideas of freedom and independence. So, you know, all of that was fucked up in the first place when it was created. But just that juxtaposed with just how terrified everyone was, um, just on alert for any kind of sound, which is so hard to recognize among fireworks, um, barriers falling, just things that shouldn't be scary, but just are. Um, yeah, scary. there was like chaos. There were people. First of all, there was a shooting at a July 4th fireworks show in Philadelphia mm -hmm. um, where two cops were wounded. Um, there, but there were also like Orlando. Uh, there was a stampede caused by crowd mistaking fireworks for gunfire. Um, and yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's like I. Um, I had like a, I broke down yesterday uh, oh. just thinking about, I don't know, like the, I think it was cumulative, like Uvalde and mm -hmm. then this story. And like, I knew that I was going to a fireworks display that night with my kids and like, I'm right. having like intrusive thoughts of like my kids getting shot and um, right. that like are hard to ignore when you live in this version of america and i'm sure a lot of people are are dealing with that and you know uh yeah that's it's hard like i said yeah. i think we can acknowledge it's it's fucking hard no matter who you are exactly exactly and i think the other thing i would was thinking about is that there were so many cops everywhere um during these parades and clearly in so many cities they failed to stop these killings yeah. so i think yeah we just you know you can say it time and time again and nothing really happens but it seems like the only real solution is to get rid of these assault weapons and get rid of cops that as we'll talk about later um also hurt people yeah i mean we might as well talk about it now like just yeah you know it's more stories that feel like we don't don't get better um video of akron police shooting jayland walker to death 60 times uh while he was unarmed was released at the end of last week uh the police had tried to pull him over for an unspecified equipment violation so this is another one of those things where the police are initiating something that ends in deadly conflict over something where the stakes aren't even big enough for them to even mention it in their mm. reporting of what happened he drove away from the police uh the police claimed that he fired a shot at them or like what during mm. the pursuit and then and that they found a gun in his hand but the important detail is that he was unarmed and running away when they shot him 60 times and you know the use of deadly force by police has not dropped at all since the george floyd protest police funding has not been cut uh mm -hmm. in, in many places it's been raised in some places it was cut a little bit but then we saw the main thing that has happened since the black lives matter protests and the police violence protests of 2020 is that the police had a temper tantrum 
about mm. being challenged. And yeah. the mainstream media kind of coordinated with them to try to generate a panic attack about crimes committed by poor people. Mm. Like, you know, the committed by the sorts of people who are often the victims of police violence. Right. It's just, again, it just really feels like nothing has changed at all um despite all the protests despite every you know individual person who's trying to be themselves a force for change um the inaction of the government the inaction in terms of defunding police departments in terms of doing anything about it um i think that's really what has like led to this incident and uh, surely many more like it in the future um cuz like individual people are doing all they can in a lot of cases uh at least people who you know care about this issue and want to do something but it's not us anymore like it's just out of our hands and we just have to be scared and deal with the brunt of like all this fear and yeah just tragedy again and again and again because a few people are refusing to act and to do anything yeah um, one thing that people can do is donate to uh, Akron bail funds because people protested the police and the shooting over the weekend and 50 people were arrested by the Akron police uh, mm. last night. So if you can donate money to the Akron bail funds, that would be mm -hmm. helpful. And uh, yeah, let's take a quick break. We will be right back. Zite gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate, whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory, or again, looking for hardware to make sales easier, Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there, check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and... 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And no surprise here, I am, I am a bit of a box office whisperer when it comes to children's cartoons, it seems like. <laughs> Many people are saying, uh, I knew that Lightyear didn't make sense, was going to be a bust. And I had a good feeling about this Mingans Rise of Gru thing, and it <laughs> broke the box office record over the weekend for a July movie. And it also launched a trend on TikTok called gentle minions um <laughs> which you you <laughs> you're saying it with such a like disapproving look on uh <laughs> this is the only way i know how to uh, how to say that i i am fine with this trend actually i think it's fun when you first described it to me i thought it was people dressing up as mm-hmm. minions to go see the minions movie um but no i got that wrong right yeah yeah so it's actually people dressing up people meaning kids like teenagers um dressing up in suits to go and see this movie um and i think the aim of it is that they want to dress up like Gru, um but they have begun throwing bananas in the movie theater not cool not cool at all not cool leading, you dang kids yeah leading to many movie theaters banning people dressed in formal attire um 
So, and yeah, so some cinemas have said that they've suffered a massive financial impact, having to issue refunds to other people who are just trying to enjoy Minions Rise of Gru in peace while these kids in suits are throwing bananas. So really makes me question what has come of the world. <laughs> mm. I mean, it makes me question what's come of these movie theaters when I can't even go see Minions while wearing my finest, <laughs> my Sunday duds with my top hat and uh, uh, gloves and um, parasol. I, yeah. You know? Like, I'm sure the there'll be some uh, like paparazzi photos of you that surface soon in a suit <laughs> with a fistful of bananas <laughs> ready to throw. Yeah. People often think that I'm cosplaying uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. That is just um, how I dress. It just makes me think of all these trends from TikTok that when they translate to real life, they're like bad. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember the ice cream licking trend. I don't think I remember that, no. Okay, basically it was this thing where people would um, like open the seals of ice cream. Or no, maybe they weren't sealed, but they would just open the lids of ice cream in a grocery store and lick it and then put it back in the freezer. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. And due to that, like a lot of companies um, started adding seals to more things. But it's just like, why? Like, (laughs) keep the trends in TikTok, not translating to the real world. (laughs) I mean, it definitely seems like a thing kids have probably been doing for years, but just distributing that on a social media network. Mm. I don't know. It it does kind of feel inevitable if we're going to have social media that stuff like that is going to is going to spread. I just merely ask these gentle minions to think about those of us who like to look classy when we go see <laughs> minions movies. Expose Smithfield's Death Star is trending. This is just the most, maybe, maybe this was like the most American Fourth of July of all time uh, because there was a mass shooting. And there was also this story where uh, Joey Chestnut, um, competitive hot dog eater, tackled and put in a uh, chokehold a protester who was holding a sign that said expose smithfield's death star and i guess that that was uh protesting the treatment of pigs in the united states's largest pig farm factory but i feel like the tone that i've seen this news shared with is more along the lines of hell yeah joey chestnut's the man dog fuck protesters this is fucking rad (laughs) Because he did put this person in a headlock while cruising to another world hot dog eating championship. Um, Wait, what? Was he eating hot dogs as he, he was eating? To- yeah, and he oh, claims no. that the reason that you know, like you were like, oh no, man, that's too <laughs> that just cool. Made it even worse. <laughs> he has the reason he put this person in the he- in the headlock was because he had hot dogs in both of his hands. So it was just like a work of propaganda come to life in this moment where he just, while holding hot dogs that he was using to win as world's best hot dog eater, put somebody in a headlock for like (laughs) protesting animal rights. So, Joey Chestnut, I would say. Uh-oh. I honestly don't even know what I'm Get saying. ready say. to be read, Joey <laughs> yeah. Chestnut. I don't know if you uh, heard the tone in Trisha's voice there, but yeah. you are about to get demolished. Go for it. <laughs> no, I was just going <laughs> to say, Joey Chestnut, do better things with your life, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Maybe, okay, maybe that, I know, I know. 
I think he's going to hear this message and, and I mean, change for good, Jack. Scathing. Yeah. 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, he's eating like a whole pig's worth of pig assholes uh, in, <laughs> in that time. Just if you yes. stacked all the hot dogs together. I'm guessing yeah. that's what that would put you at 76. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, and then finally, Deborah Messing is trending. This is a CNN article. <laughs> that about the Biden administration had some of their um, big influencers on a phone call, and uh, apparently Deborah Messing was one of them. The former mm-hmm. Will and Grace star um, was, according to CNN, among dozens of celebrity Democratic supporters and activists who joined a call with the White House last Monday to discuss the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. Um, and the White House uh, aides were like, hey, so uh, just so you know, we have a new like trove of clips that you can be sharing about like all the reasons Biden is killing it. Um, and uh, first of all, wild that that's where they're mm-hmm. at, that they're like, right. we just need more celebrities tweeting out our memes. And also that they still think that like this is how elections work after the 2016 election where the entire celebrity world joined as one to be like fuck donald trump hillary clinton is the best and that just made i think most americans dislike celebrities more so than uh, vote for hillary clinton um but anyways deborah messing for one um was pissed (laughs) to be there Mm -hmm. She said she'd gotten Joe Biden elected and wanted to know why she was being asked to do anything at all, yelling that there didn't even seem a point to voting. Others wondered why the call was happening. And, you know, the White House took this under consideration. uh, And that afternoon, uh, participants received a follow-up email with a list of basic talking points and suggestions (laughs) of Biden's speech clips to share on TikTok. Um, the call was three days after the decision eliminating federal abortion rights. Uh, And CNN is like, this encapsulates how Democrats feel about Biden. I think it encapsulates just the entire Democratic Party in many ways at this moment. Yeah, it's just like they (laughs) they think that instead of, you know, doing anything, they can just get celebrities to come and like look happy. Clearly, Deborah Messi yeah. wasn't putting up with it, but I'm sure other people have. Um, but as if that's like a a substitute. <laughs> yeah, I mean BTS, like yeah, we, the have BTS come through and just talk right. about how Joe Biden is doing like very, very nuanced uh, policy takes that. You know, fine slice it enough where it seems like Biden mm. is doing is doing everything he can for uh, mm. Americans. I, I feel right. like that is the move, and maybe Joey Chestnut. We yeah. <laughs> get Joey Chestnut to put some uh, Trump supporters in a headlock. Right, right. Well, I feel like if Joey Chestnut supported a politician, I would be right behind it. He's just right. <laughs> my political icon. That is what I was expecting when you said, well, Joey Chestnut. And I was like, yeah. uh-oh. I was expecting you to be like, tell me who to vote for because right. you are my right. king. Um, <laughs> political views. Uh, sorry, I did have to Google uh, Joey Chestnut political views. Uh, 
Rips yeah. Donald Trump's hot dog eating style. Okay, so he has oh, criticized yeah. Donald Trump's hot dog eating style. Um, mm. And so, that is the real reason I did yeah. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> the main thing. Right. All right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending on this Tuesday afternoon. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Uh, Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.